I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I wish I understood my son's uh, vendetta against my X-Files poster specifically. Aww. Like, for whatever reason, that's the one he goes after. That and my Woodstock poster. Those are the ones he goes after the most often, and the corners of them now that he can reach are both shredded. It's not like they look similar or anything. Same color. It's mostly those two. And, like, he's tried to go after my Yellow Submarine poster, but that's slightly out of his reach. But for whatever reason, my poster for A Clockwork Orange, like... There's only one little nibble on the corner. Mm-hmm. And it's... I don't know. I'm afraid of it. I just wish that I understood. You're off not understanding. Yeah. Anyway, how's your day? Just fine. I'm on summer break. God, I wish that were me. Nice, flexible schedule. Well, that's fun. After, like, you know, working until 2 a.m. a lot of nights and stuff. Need. Yikes. I'll work to do. I'll just, you know, whenever I feel like it. God, I wish that were me. But also, I like my job, so whatever. Um... I had a galaxy brain moment today. Just, like, absolute galaxy brain moment today. One of the tasks that I assigned myself for this Wednesday, because I have a weird schedule and I was home all day, um, was to dust out the interior of my PC. Because it has, like, the, like, intake fans to cool Mm -hmm. down, like, to, you know, keep it cool enough when it's running. And there's, like, screens in front of the fans, so they're not, like, blowing dust directly into the, like, you know, delicate electrical bits of your computer. But those had gotten, like, quite kind of, like, filmed over with dust. So I was like, okay, I have to clean this. So, like, you know, unscrewed the the glass panels on the sides, took things out, got my little, like, dusting cloths, blah, 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 got to what I could reach... And then I was like, man, there's still a bunch of stuff in there, and I don't have any of those, like, you know, air duster canisters that people use to, like, clean electronics. But then I remembered, I have a blow dryer with a cold setting. Sure. So I just blow dried the shit out of the interior of my PC, and it worked. (laughs) 
same difference. It's just air, forced air. Yeah, essentially. So that was my galaxy brain moment today. I didn't know if galaxy brain meant a good thing or a bad thing. Galaxy brain is gen- is generally a very good thing. Got it. Got it. And also I put the air conditioners in today because it's hot as balls or it's going to be hot as balls. Um, so I had to close the windows. Oh no. And I feel terrible. Does he just like scream for the windows? No, but he's just like seems to be very confused as to why like the spot that he was sitting is suddenly inaccessible because the ledge isn't big enough for him with the window closed. Maybe. I know, I feel so bad. He just doesn't understand. He doesn't understand, but I can't have my boy overheating. Oh, and I think I already told you about this, but the people on the internet don't know. Look. Look what this asshole did to me. He doesn't know that he has knives in his feet, and that's not his fault, but man. Mm Mm-hmm. Owie. Gotten some rough ones over the years. Yeah, I'm starting to think that this one where he, like, sliced my arm open when my alarm went off, because that one was deep, I'm starting to think that might be a permanent feature. Which, like, alright, fine. Scars make people interesting. Not like I can do anything about it. Stories to tell. Yeah. So yeah, any life updates from you? Um, I went on my trip to Toronto over the weekend. Yes! Updates, stories, um, anything relevant. I mean, you know, I had some lunches and dinners with friends and colleagues and stuff, but in between, I just walked Toronto uh, miles and miles each day I was there. Absolutely love it. I went to three different knitting stores, yarn stores, um, and I went to this really cool record store called Dead Dog Records that was like, it's in a basement of a building along with like a few other businesses that are all just like in separate areas of this basement they call it the black market that's kind of fun i'm a big fan yeah Yeah, it's like thrift shop items and stuff and i was trying to i was like what are the canadian artists that i like so i bought a mother mother record and i bought a um tokyo police club record and then i was like there's somebody i'm forgetting and i was driving home and a billy talent song came on and i was like that's who it was (laughs) but um, I also found this store called The Outer Lair that had many, many, many wonderful things. Tardigrade. It's a stress tardigrade. It's a stress that is fantastic. I like that it's green like the glow-in-the-dark one. Well, I wish that I... was intentional. Yeah. No, I got that. I got this little balloon animal thing. I don't know why. It's like rubbery. Why not? Is I am gonna be my tired. counter. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know how many hours I spent in the um it's called the Eaton Center Toronto Mall. because uh, I've never seen a bigger mall in my life. Interesting. Every time I think this has to be the end of the mall, there's just more mall. And you just walk and walk and walk and walk. Have I ever complained oh. about the fact that the pandemic kind of killed like going to the mall as an activity? I feel like it died before that. Oh. I don't know. I feel like that was a very, like, 90s thing. 
I mean, my friends and I definitely did it as kids. The whole, my mom will drop us off if your mom can pick us up. Well, yeah, I mean, for kids, there aren't a whole lot of places you can do that if you're, you know, under a certain age, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, or at least when I was a kid, or, like, even when I was in high school sometimes, it was like, oh, rainy Saturday. Let's go to the mall, TM. Huh. I think of when I would have stopped doing that. Yeah, I don't know. But now, like, there's two malls within, like, you know, 20 minutes of my apartment. And the only time I ever go to them, ever, is, like, if I need something that I can't just, like, that I can't get anywhere else. Like, and I don't know if it's just maybe because I also don't shop for clothes that much because I just have so much shit already that, like, I don't even get to wear half the time because I have a work uniform. But, like, I don't need clothing. And that's kind of the only thing that's there. I don't know. Random musings. But the, uh, the food court in this mall was a real thing of beauty. I it's had ramen. Beautiful. Just, like, I don't even know how many different places were there. Of course they had a Sparrow, but... Of course. Every food court does, but yeah, they just had a lot of variety, and I kept just walking and walking and couldn't make a decision, and had ramen and then some gelato. Nice. Yeah. It was lovely. And of course, I went to the David's Tea, which is where I got this. Hell yeah. Is that nice? Because it's hot. Yeah. It's, uh, this is a cold brew tea bag. Nice. I don't think I've ever used a cold brew tea bag before. The problem is, like... Technically, it says you have to let it set for 10 minutes, but it's not strong enough at that point. You basically have... This has been in there since, like, 1 o'clock this afternoon, so it's, like, six hours ago. Oh, that's fun. Sitting in the fridge, steeping. So now it's delightful. It's peach passion fruit. Ooh. That sounds like a good time. Yeah. Oh. Um. And then I stopped by not one, but two Ikeas on the way home. I've never been to an Ikea. We'll have to fix it. I know. Find some excuse at some point. Alright, let me drop the first thing that we're talking about in the chat for today. Copy link. So, this is a tweet by at Julia R. Burnham. Why? Okay, that's not particularly convenient this person made a an alignment chart of uh email sign-offs but why is this why won't it open you know sorry my computer is not cooperating Let me just see if I can just find an image real quick. Because I want to give credit to this person. For whatever reason, they seem to have deleted the original tweet where they made this alignment chart. I just opened it just fine. Oh. I can only ever find it on, like, them retweeting it, like, retweeting an Instagram post containing a screenshot of their original tweet. And I don't know if that's just on me for not looking good enough. 
or looking hard enough. Throw in a link to the Instagram post if that helps. No, yeah, the Instagram post isn't opening on, like, it won't open up on Firefox for whatever reason. Hmm. Here, hold on, I think I can just copy the image from Google Image Search. Yes, I can. Okay. Beautiful. So the original tweet reads, I woke up in a cold sweat last night to create this content. I present the email sign-off alignment. And you have your classic Dungeons and Dragons, like, lawful, uh, like, you've got your lawful, neutral, and chaotic, and then your good, neutral, and evil, kind of like axes, I guess would be the best way to describe it. Pull that up. But you've got lawful good, warmly, and then the name, neutral good, best, chaotic good, cheers, lawful neutral, thanks, true neutral, sincerely, chaotic neutral, sent from my iPhone, lawful evil, regards, neutral evil, no sign off, and chaotic evil, ciao. I would like to also say that whatever Lee Pierce is signing off their emails as exists outside of this chart. It is in its own dimension. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> Still, my favorite sign off is tepid regards. Yeah, I think tepid regards is just best ever, regardless of like moral alignment. Shall we say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably accurate. So yeah, I mean, essentially, just discuss. I think. Chaotic neutral is so perfect. Chaotic neutral, there it is. Sent from my iPhone. Yeah, yeah I feel like you get that a lot. It's, it's kind of when people are just not putting in effort at all. Which is, which like reminds me of like how there's like a, an entire kind of like meme ecosystem around the notion of like sending a very important email to like a professor an advisor, somebody you are, like, you know, someone who is higher up the food chain than you in whatever environment, be that, like, academics or a business or whatever. And, like, you know, you carefully craft this email, you go over it for, like, for typos and agonize over sending it, and then you just get the response of, like, okay, sent from my iPhone. Yeah. Yeah. Like... It happens so often. Because when you have the power, you can do that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm gonna say that's absolutely a chaotic neutral. Yeah, I mean, it, it's showing a lack of effort, so it's neither good nor evil, it's just kind of like, didn't even think about it, you know? And very much chaotic in the sense that, like, that's not how we're supposed to do things! Yeah. <laughs> like, you were supposed to have a sign-off. I think lawful neutral should be sincerely, and then true neutral should be thanks. Oh, I actually kind of think they have it right, because, like, the lawful part of things, it's like, we're doing things the way they are supposed to be done. You are supposed to show gratitude kind of thing. I guess so, yeah. Yeah. That could be a way to do it. I mean, that's my go-to sign-off if I'm responding to or sending an email to a person that um, has done something for me. Yeah, if I'm, like, asking anyone for anything, the default email sign-off is thanks. Yeah. Um, Even if I I don't really want to thank the person, because, you know, sometimes they're just not people. (laughs) Yeah. But, like, it's what you're supposed to do. 
Um, and but sincerely is like, yeah, it's just a thing you can put when you don't know what else to put. I guess that's fair. I think chaotic it, evil could honestly be expanded. Like if you sign off your email like later's. <laughs> like that is definitely chaotic evil. I think yeah, Chow is a good one. Oh god. I think Cheers also fits well as chaotic good. Yeah. Especially in the United States. What does it even mean? Like... I have no idea. Cuz I know that like it's more of a conversational thing with like British and Australian English. Yeah. yeah. But it is like very much not a thing here unless you are like making a toast in a sort of, like, dinner setting. Yeah. So I think it's, def like, definitely chaotic good. I know somebody who uses that as their go-to. I should ask him, like, why? I think we might be thinking of the same person if they are involved in the Geneseo ecosystem. They are. I think I know who we're- I think I know who you're talking about. <laughs> but we're not gonna put anyone on blast here, so. Not that we're even- we would even be putting them on blast, but still. It's just a fact. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, even, like, the lawful good, warmly. I'm not sure. I don't sure. see that one a lot. Yeah, I feel like that one's kind of personal. Perhaps. I think the best as neutral good makes sense. Oh, definitely. And the neutral evil like being no sign-off... I kind of like because it's like you're putting no expectations or any kind of like cushioning at the end of your message. You are simply sending it out there and letting it speak for itself. I mean, to be honest, that's what I do when I email students. Honestly, so valid. But I, it's, I also usually um, end the email like. So my go-to uh, on here is, it's not even on here. What is your go-to? I usually end with, like, a enjoy your afternoon or something like that. Oh my that. god, that's so nice. Yeah, it's always like a have a wonderful weekend, enjoy the rest of your day, that sort of thing. Um, so when I email a student, I don't, for some reason, I don't like putting my name at the end of it. I don't know why, just when it's students. Um, and so I always just, you know, answer the email and say, I hope you enjoy the rest of your day or something. And... Wait, that's so, oh my god, I love that. That's so nice. I'm gonna put that in, like, probably the lawful good category yeah. i think that's where i would i mean that's where i personally would put that yeah yeah because uh sometimes i really don't want them to have a good day that's fair i don't have a job that requires a lot of emailing honestly so i don't really i mean my quote-unquote default i would say when i'm like most of the time when i'm emailing people it's to beg them to come on the podcast <laughs> so of course my response is always thanks because i'm asking yeah. for something yeah yeah so there's my, and not even a hot take, but stance, I guess, where I fall. Yeah, I mean, I think that that's the, that should be the go-to if you're asking for something or if somebody has helped you in some way. Yeah, definitely. And then in response, if, unless we have anything more to say about this, if not, we can move on. Um, where would we put blue skies? Chaotic neutral or chaotic good? I'm not sure. Who does that? I multiple people do it, including one or two students. Okay. 
to myself, I'm like, what does that even mean? Is it like a general, like, well-wish kind of thing? Yes, but that would strike me personally as kind of weird because there is a, I'm not going to get too into this, but there is a kind of like, within a certain fandom, there is a quote-unquote like famous fan fiction, like something that a lot of people have read that is called mm-hmm. Blue Skies. Mm-hmm. And I would just be like, I like I couldn't use that because of that. Mm. It would just strike me as weird. Yeah. But that's a very that's a problem that's incredibly specific to me, so Yeah, I I don't know why I mean I haven't seen that one a ton, but the fact that I've seen it more than once from different unrelated people. I mean, I do think it's kind of fun. No, I don't like it. Really? I wanna understand the purpose. If, of your sign off, you know what you're sending an email to me, and if I don't understand what you're saying, then what's the point? Okay, point taken. Point taken. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think it's kind of fun, but that's just me. Does that wrap up the, this portion of the discussion? Yeah, I think I'm good. Okay, so in response to the email sign off alignment chart, another person on the Bird app, which I am now copying and pasting this one, and I know this one works. Although, how funny would it be if I type it in now and it doesn't? Oh my uh, at Johnny Sun on Twitter, he created the uh, email greeting alignment chart. Same Dungeons and Dragons, you know, classic alignment chart. And here's what we have. For lawful good, we have dear name, neutral good, hi name, chaotic good, hi name, bunch of exclamation points, lawful neutral, hi there, true neutral, to whom it may concern when the recipient is not known, uh, chaotic neutral, hey, smiley face, lawful evil, name, dash, neutral evil, no greeting, chaotic evil to whom it may concern when the recipient is known i think that to whom it may concern when you know exactly who you're sending that email to like that's like that's corporate for fuck you yeah yeah no that 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 is definitely chaotic evil and the neutral evil does align with the neutral evil from the previous chart as well no sign off no greeting yeah nice Yes, I am. I am a neutral good. I always do the hi, and then whatever the name. Again, a lot of times when I'm sending things is for the podcast, so the the opening is hello exclamation point. Ah. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know yeah, precisely hello. where that falls. Yeah, that's not really in there. No. Fascinating. Yeah, and the true neutral makes sense, I guess. Yeah. Cause that, cause, like, cause that could be like auto-generated as well. Yeah. Which kind of like you know carries no expectations with it. Struck me as kind of funny that the sort of traditional way of addressing things is like "dear whomever," because like that's suggesting that person is dear to you. Yeah. Never and liked so looking that. At that as like, huh? I've never liked that. Yeah, um, so, like, the lawful good being, like, dear whomever, like, 
I mean, I know it's technically lawful in the sense that that's the traditional way that you're yeah, supposed to Yeah, it's the most formal. For whatever reason. But at the same time, it's like, I would never do that for, like, a work email or something like that. Oh, no. Absolutely not. I, I do like the hey, smiley All lowercase, by the way. Hey, smiley face being chaotic neutral. Like, yeah, that's a vibe. Yeah. I sometimes do lawful neutral version of hey there. I'm a big fan of saying hey there. Although, where would we put, like, hiya? I think chaotic neutral. I think it fits with the hey. Alright, yeah. Actually, my default um, opening when I was on uh, Bumble was hiya! Exclamation point. Hey, so it worked! Some... <laughs> it worked! <laughs> examining it again. Mm. Chaotic good. I find the... I find it interesting that the only ones with, like, all lowercase are in the chaotic column. I think it is a cha- it's a very chaotic choice to intent... Because, like, mo- like, if you're typing on a computer or on your phone, it generally auto-capitalizes. So, like, that was a choice you had to make. Yeah. You had to choose to go against the norm. And for that, I think that definitely falls in the chaotic category. Yeah. Now I'm just looking at some of the replies. There's no passive-aggressive hello. Yeah. <laughs> oh, What if you just put somebody's name and then a comma? I think that's the same as lawful evil. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. It seems similar enough. Yeah. I'm just from uh, somebody's comment. Yeah, maybe I should examine the comments more often when I steal things from the bird app, but too late now. How many exclamation marks for chaotic good is too chaotic? Hmm. There's four on there. I think anything more than a single exclamation point is definitely going to be pushing you into chaotic territory, which, like, vibes. I do that because of who I am as a person. Yeah, oh, this one person signs up. Thank you for your time. Oh, that's kind of nice. I would say that's either lawful or neutral good. Yeah, I mean, I feel like these things largely, it just depends on who you're emailing. Yeah. You know, because... Like, I've seen TikToks of people sharing, like, all the ridiculous email sign-offs that they see at their, like, you know, tech startup that is staffed entirely by people in their 20s, and they're hysterical. And you can use them because you're working with people that are all essentially, like, your friends. Here's a, hold on. (laughs) I'm putting a thing in the chat. Ooh. (laughs) An alignment chart of ways to say okay. Or ways to, like, type out okay. Lawful good. We have okay, O-K-A-Y exclamation point. Neutral good. K 
KK, chaotic good, KK with a smiley face emoticon, lawful neutral, K, K-A-Y, true neutral, okay, okay, no punctuation whatsoever. Chaotic neutral, you have capital O, period, capital K, period, lawful evil, just the letter K, uh, neutral evil, dot, 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 okay, just lowercase letters, no punctuation, letter O, letter K, and then chaotic evil, you have LMAO, and then just the letter K. I think if you want to make your lawful evil even more evil, you put K letter K, period. That is, like, that's a declaration of war. Yeah. Which, you know, I find this, this really interesting because this is something I've just met, well, until semi-recently hadn't really thought about. And by mm -hmm. semi-recently, I mean the last few years. But for most of my life, it was not something that I had thought about. Because mm -hmm. I would do the capital OK, no punctuation, just capital O, capital K. That's what I've always done. Um, until one day my students informed me that, like, oh, no, there's different meanings if you do it capitalized or spell it out or, like. Oh, yeah. But I never saw it that way. So this I is why this I, like, have to actively remind myself, she's not mad at you, she's not mad at you, she's not mad at you, whenever you text me because it has proper punctuation. I know. They've <laughs> told me that many times, They're like, yeah, you can't, like, put periods and stuff, and... But that's how I write! No, I know, I know that's how you write, but sometimes I'll text you something and you'll, te and you'll send me back, that's nice, period. I'm like... Ugh. Because I can't leave it hanging without a period. I know. <laughs> but I'm just, I'm just sitting there like, she's not mad at you. She's not mad at you. She's not mad at you. <laughs> I just, I can't, I can't do it. It kills me. In fact, I actually, someone intentionally just earlier today sent you a message on Snapchat that did not have a period at the end. And I'm still thinking about it. <laughs> Wait, hang on, let me see if that's still in my feed. Because I didn't even know. I didn't, see, I don't even notice. I notice when people do actually use proper punctuation, yeah. and it sets me on edge. When I message you that she's my little banana baby. Oh, yeah. For a period. Because I just, I was like, this this feels like the right vibe, you know, no period. It is then, the right vibe. And it's, I, I've been thinking about it ever since. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I mean, you fit the, you got the vibe right, though. I tried, I made an effort. But yeah, something about, like, oh, proper yeah. punctuation, not so much in an email, but, like, in a text message or in any kind of, like, you know, just, like, oh, Twitter DMs or whatever, like, any form of group chat, something about proper punctuation feels so ominous. <laughs> I think it, it probably just depends on, like, the culture in which you grew up, you know, because texting wasn't really a thing. And I feel like it's that way for people like around my age and lower you know give or take a little bit i feel like it's seen as kind of like again it, feel, it feels very ominous when someone does it because like oh they're like they're taking the time like it feels like it makes it serious yeah because like oh you know just this is just the dumb group chat where we share memes or whatever like who cares but as soon as somebody drops in with like proper punctuation it's like oh no now there's beef <laughs> I was super active online because <laughs> people left and right just thinking I'm mad or trying to start something. Yeah, I don't know. It feels like proper grammar and punctuation. Yeah, no, I, just... I know. It's just something about it feels like 
it makes whatever it makes the conversation more serious mm. in some way because it's like oh you know no rules we're just chilling we're just hanging out who cares I sometimes intentionally use incorrect grammar because if I phrase something in the correct way, it would sound weird. Yeah, I know. I intentionally use bad grammar. You say, you like, every time you say something that is, like, a sort of colloquialism that is, you know, considered improper grammar, but that's just what everyone says, you, like, sit for a second, and then you correct yourself, and then we just have a little moment where I stare at you, like, fucking really? yeah and it bothers me that you take it that seriously but you know we all make little concessions for our friends everybody has things that they like that they care about and this just happens to be a thing that is important to me i know i find good grammar soothing fascinating i just don't care no i mean i have actual like books on grammar and stuff in my bookshelf god you like for fun <laughs> no 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 just to be clear i didn't get them for work or anything they were just for me for funsies all right hey. noted <laughs> do we have anything uh hmm. actually this kind of is making me think of like how i type out okay in most circumstances i think i type it out like okay a y but yeah. I am not a real stickler about capital letters in my yeah. uh, texts slash, like, yeah. DMs, messages, whatever. Yeah, I feel like you're, that would kind of be the true neutral. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like, as far as punctuation goes, like, it depends on what I'm responding to. Like, if someone's like oh, like, you know, we'll pick you up at this time, and, like, I'm excited about something, I'll be like, okay, I'll be there. So, like, some, you know, I'll throw an exclamation point in there some- oh, Jesus. I'll throw an exclamation point in there sometimes. It kind of just depends on the conversation. I realize, um, just the letter K was considered evil. Oh, my God. Like, that's mm. what you text, like, when you're mad at somebody. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Yeah, if you text K, that's like, that's already really bad. But if you just text capital letter K with an, with like a period, declaration of war. Yeah, I mean, I could see that even even I, if I saw... Because it's not even a sentence, it's just a letter. That is an I'm pissed and I don't... And, like, you better start fucking explaining, essentially. Or, like, I don't want to talk. My parents... That... So, they respond with K all the time, or would respond with K all the time. Oh just my god, know, that would make me just want to set myself yeah. on fire. But they kept... Both of them kept doing the thing where they would accidentally hit the letter L next to it and then hit send. And now they just intentionally send the letter L to me. Okay. See, that's funny because L, like if you comment L on somebody's like picture or whatever, it's like, oh, this is a fail. Like you're t- you took the L. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I just know if it's coming from them, that means okay. But that's just what that, like, that's what that makes me think of, which is kind of funny that that's evolved in that way for like in your own circle. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's what I mean, right? Like, the it depends on the culture. Yeah. That you Context is very, very important. Also, now that kind of has me thinking about, like, do you have any other examples of, like, this is not the way that this is supposed to be used, but this is how I use it with XYZ people? Because in the PRND chat, the emoji of, like, you know how people will, like, draw, like, the lady blowing the wind in, like, it's like in like old renaissance art and stuff like that Mm -hmm. there's an emoji that kind of looks like that and for whatever reason somebody once used it like somebody was trying to say like sending good vibes but then they accidentally hit that emoji instead of something else so now we all just use it as like blowing good vibes to you (laughs) it's like become a thing A roommate in college that just one this was back when instant messaging like AOL instant messenger was big love it and she had sent me a message that was supposed to be calmed down but it she wrote clam down <laughs> and then that just became the way we said it I like it that's fun for years <laughs> I just looked over in the beanbag and Oliver's like sleeping on his back with his paws like in the air my strange little boy he's so cute But I mean, I think, I think if you go to any text message exchange between any two people, there's going to be stuff in there that doesn't make sense. Oh, one hundred percent. People, you know, in that conversation. Like, if you have a long enough conversation with, like, if you listen to a long enough conversation with a bunch of people that have known each other for a hot minute, you are gonna start hearing some shit that you don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it all kind of grows out of those situations. 
So unless we have anything else to say about any of these alignment charts or anything tangentially related, I do have some other stuff on uh, the docket for today. We can mm-hmm. fit in with our... Because we still got time. Um, Here's a would you rather that I've stolen from Reddit that... Let me pull this up on my own. Okay. Because there's like some... This requires a little bit of like detailed explanation. Just a little. But what we have is... Would you rather have the ability to regenerate? It says, would you rather have regeneration or healing? I think I worded it a little more eloquently in the document. But their explanation of this is, regeneration allows you to perfectly heal only yourself of every wound, disease, missing limb, etc., which makes you immortal. Healing allows you to heal yourself and others of almost all wounds, but you can't regenerate your own or someone else's limbs. discuss i'm gonna say healing same because like the regeneration thing does sound super fun but i also like don't see myself i mean like obviously i'm sure no one kind of like sees this happening but i don't really see myself winding up in a lot of situations where i might be losing limbs well yeah but i mean this is to be immortal I mean, we both know, we have discussed our stances on immortality at length. I'm much more down with it than you are. Yeah. But I'm also, like, not, you know, looking to be immortal at any cost. Yeah. I think healing would definitely extend my life to some degree. Hmm. Which, like, I'm kind of fine with just that. Yeah. It would make what life you do have better. Yeah. You because know, you're doing good for other people and... Yeah, I think, honestly, I think this one's kind of obvious. Or at least in my personal opinion. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised the votes were that close. I do like this comment by a user who, is not, who has since deleted their account, but it says, I choose healing. That way I can be the world's best doctor without going through a day of med school. Which, like, nice. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, Comment by Reddit user r slash or uh, u slash American Viking ninety one. Would I have to be immortal with the regeneration? And with regeneration, would getting a tattoo still be possible? I'm gonna say yes because this implies that you can choose. It says allows you to perfectly heal only yourself of every wound, disease, missing limb, etc. So I feel like you can like be like, okay, we're like this one this one's intentional. Like if you like get a piercing or get a tattoo or something. Then I mean your body when you get a tattoo, your body does heal. Yeah. You know, and it's still there. Yeah, Healing okay. doesn't push the ink out of your body. Right. Same thing with a piercing. Your ear heals or whatever heals. Just around a thing. Yeah, that makes the most sense to me. Yeah, I mean, and not to be selfish. Be selfish. It's um, a podcast. Well, you could make a lot serious. of money. There. You could make a lot of money. I mean, you could be living the life. I, you know, here's the thing: for free, for anybody who needs it, if some rich people, some you know billionaire wants me to like. 
get rid of their, you know, get rid of whatever problem they have. Cough up, motherfucker. And then you could take that money and also use it for additional good. Yeah. This is kind of, like, the, the healing thing is, in my opinion, kind of a no-lose situation unless you, like, unless you personally want it to, like, regrow a limb that you're already missing. In which yeah. case, no judgment. Yeah. Because I, um, I wouldn't want immortality. Again, we've talked about this before. And think about all the good things you can do with the healing. Yeah. And again, that was a very obvious choice for me. That ruining life, you can be super wealthy, you can do all this good in the world and help people, take care of your family, all that stuff. And it's going to extend your own life because it's like, yeah. ooh, got a little problem? Not anymore. Mm hmm. Fantastic. Like, yeah. Fantastic all around. All these people that will be loyal to you for saving them or helping them. Oh man, you can regrow the limbs of all like veterans and stuff like that. that Wait, I don't think you can. I think I don't think you can regrow limbs with the healing one. Oh, you can't. No. But you can't. Oh, I see. Healing allows you to heal yourself and others. Oh, you can heal yourself still. Yeah. Of almost all wounds. Got it. Yeah. No. So like, you're still you're still in a fantastic position. You just like can't regrow a leg. Yeah. Should you need to, which, like, oof. Okay. Um. Also, it doesn't specify humans. It just says someone. Could you I'm gonna it? include it. Nixie, you're gonna be immortal. <laughs> No, it doesn't grant immortality. We've been over this. But if I if I keep like fixing the 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 diseases and whatnot. Yeah, how does healing not grant immortality? All it says is you can't regenerate. That's the only thing it says you can't do specifically. Sure I mean, I'm just, I'm kind of thinking of it with the caveat of, like, oh, the, like, you can't undo aging. Well, I mean, what is aging except, like, certain diseases kicking in, like heart disease? Presumably you could get rid of that. Yeah, so, I don't know, I mean, the way this is worded kind of makes it sound like you can't, you're not immortal if you choose healing, which is how I'm looking at the question. But, the, I mean, either way, it doesn't change my answer. I just want to believe Nixie's going to be immortal. And not Luna? Rude. Well, both of them. It's just that Nix happens to be laying on me right now. I'm, like, trying to start fights between your children. It's a good thing they can't understand me. Oh, uh, You don't understand. She's, no think. She's, she's loafing on my lap. Brain smooth. Um, and the final, unless we have anything else to say about this, if not, we can move on to something that we technically discussed during our lost episode, which is what movies would have been, or what movies should have been slash would have been better as TV shows. I really wish I remembered what I'd said. Oh. I mean, I know one of the things that I said, which was Dune, 
Mm. There's just so much happening, and it's why the first attempt at making Dune into a movie didn't end well. Station where I started looking at my bookshelf and saying nearly any movie made out of a book should have been a TV show. Yeah, I mean, you make some solid points. And I am pretty sure that happened. But yeah, yeah, Dune in particular, like, and I really like the Villeneuve-like adaptation, film adaptation of Dune. I like it a lot. I think it does a really good job, and I'm really excited for the next one. However, it's so, Dune is so dense, and it only gets, like, even more dense as it goes on, so, like, like, depending on how far into the story this man wants to get, like, you are gonna need a lot of runtime. And I am not against a three-hour movie. Like, I think you should take as long as you need to tell your story, and I kind of hate when people are like, oh, anything that's longer than, like, 90 minutes isn't worth my time. Like, no, that's not how that works. But I think that there's just so much happening and so much world building that goes into Dune specifically that a kind of quote-unquote unlimited runtime would help them, would be, like, the dream. So there's a hot take. Probably not all that hot. I'm sure there's plenty of people on the internet who would agree with me. I mean, that's uh, a movie that's based on a book. Yeah. Again, to my point, because I, I the book always tends to be so much more detailed than the movie version, which, you know, for obvious reasons, right, that has to happen. Mm-hmm. But that's why a lot of them would do better as TV shows, because then you can actually, like, dig into secondary characters and kind of, like, subplots and things like that that oh, yeah. often get for the sake of movies. Actually, this kind of, like, this is tangentially related. There is something that I love so much about, like, older movies where they don't explain anything. Like, I can't even think of a really good example off the top of my head, which is kind of, like, not helping me make my point. But there's something I love about a lot of older movies where it's like, they don't spend a really long time just being like, oh, like, you know, here's all the things that led up to this future where XYZ is happening. They'll just be like, it's the year 2059, and all of this is true. Story start. Like, there's no build-up. They just drop you in the middle and are like, go. Actually, I'm looking at my... Let me see if any there's anything on my movie bucket list poster that fits in with this. Yeah, Alien is a pretty good example. Like, they don't... They're like, it's not like, oh, here's how we got to this point. They're just like, we're on a spaceship, we're looking for the... Like, we're checking this shit out, let's go so very little explanation they just drop you into it and even star wars like does like as much as they have the kind of like opening crawl they do remarkably little to explain the world that they're in it's just like yep we're in a different galaxy this you know here's here's a brief overview let's ride like we got the empire and we got the rebels let's go you just kind of discover things as you go through yeah i think i there's a trend in movies today of kind of having to over-explain everything that I really don't like. Like, if you actually, again, A New Hope, the first Star Wars, gives you remarkably little. They're just like, yeah, 
Here's the two sides. Go. Yeah. I think that's safe, because there are probably some people out there who do want that level of detail, and so they figure we'll provide it. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. I forgot what I was going to say. I don't know. Yeah, I think, um, I think people need to do more of that, honestly. Just drop people in and let them deal with it. And I think that is, like, a huge problem of the first attempt at making Dune into a movie was trying to mass market some incredibly, incredibly dense, like, high concept science fiction to a mass audience by, like, trying to cram in and explain everything because like the original cut of that movie that david lynch like wanted to okay was like five hours long and like i understand why it takes that long to like get you know a completely fresh audience primed for this story and i think that one make splitting dune into two movies definitely helps and two like the new one like They give a teeny tiny bit of kind of like explanation like you know they give the appropriate amount of explanation exposition but i feel like the new one is kind of like the people who want to watch this and understand it are gonna come and we're not really going to concern ourselves with people who need to have everything like plotted out for them before they can enjoy this watch it what have you So yeah, I mean, that's one girl's analysis. I believe when we talked about this the first time I had mentioned Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh god, that would have been so good. That would have been made, so good. They made the one movie, um, which was good. I enjoyed that movie. I thought they did a decent job with it. But, like, again, they had to cut out so many little things. Mm-hmm. And plus, there are more books in the series. Mm-hmm. And that's one of those kind of worlds where you could very easily, like, write, build in new storylines and stuff like that. Oh, you could do so much. Yeah. Honestly, that would be so fun. Yeah. Well, that's why I know we've talked about before that they took one of his other book series, which only had two books in it, um, and made a TV show out of that. Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency. (sighs) Yes, so you've said. And I thought that that was really good, but it didn't make it past two seasons. Was it a Netflix original? No. I think it was BBC. Oh, okay. Never mind. I mean, like, fuck Netflix anyway. Yeah, I can't quite remember. It oh definitely wasn't. Here's, um, just a, because I reminded myself of Netflix, just a little current events type deal with their whole, like, oh, we're cracking down on password sharing or whatever among people who live in different households. It's like, first of all, uh, people have kids in college. People have kids who are at a different house, depending on the weekend. Um, Mm. I set up the Netflix account that my boomer parents use. It's just like, why is Netflix hell-bent on making enemies? Why is every streaming service right now, like, trying to self-immolate? Because they think they can make more money if people are paying for their own accounts. It's ridiculous. Netflix in particular, like, they could have 
a catalog of some of the most impressive, like, slow build word of mouth hits. If they didn't cancel fucking everything that isn't the next Stranger Things after the first season, they are shooting themselves in the foot because nobody wants to watch anything new because it's like, oh, well, it's probably not going to make it. Yeah. And, like, BoJack Horseman, arguably one of their best and most popular series, if that aired, if that, if season one of that dropped today, would not get renewed because it builds too slowly. Ridiculous. Anyway, there's a fun little rant. Yeah, I mean, it's it's easier for them to, to do that as opposed to, like, traditional TV. And I also fucking despise this whole thing of, like, shows that only exist on streaming. You can't, like, you can't find a physical copy of them anywhere. And then for whatever reason, for some arbitrary, like, you know, because they want a tax write-off or whatever, whatever streaming service that carries it can decide, boop, this doesn't exist anymore. Hoard physical media while you can still get your hands on it. Buy Blu-rays, buy DVDs, buy CDs, buy vinyl. Hoard physical media. We have lost so many films. Like, 80% of films from the silent era, gone. Do not exist anymore. It is going to happen again with streaming. Get physical copies of whatever you can get your hands on. And that is my genuine PSA for the day. Yeah, I mean, everything comes with pros and cons, and it's like, yeah, streaming's convenient and everything, but you also lose a lot of control. Yeah, don't like it. And also, I'm gonna make the controversial argument as a film preservationist that at this point it is pirate any and everything, distribute it, make it accessible. There are, like, actual filmmakers who have said that, like, Please spread this everywhere. I don't want it disappearing. For, hmm? Probably for, like, smaller independent filmmakers, I would imagine. I mean, yeah, but also... Pirate things from Marvel. They've got enough fucking money. What was that look? does this thing where she likes to sleep in my doorway and I'm not Aww. really sure but I can just see her like sticking out slightly I, th I swear she does it because then I can't close the door <laughs> in my bedroom it's gonna happen you know you can't sleep in there rude <laughs> okay I never give any sleep why is he sleeping with half of his body off the beanbag like like he's being poured onto my carpet mmm which end on the carpet? Almost noggin. Okay, so he's more like head down first. Yeah. Interesting. I would have thought the other way around. Huh. Is that comfortable, buddy? Cats, man. I'm gonna try and take a picture of this. <laughs> there we go. I will be sending that to you. But I think that's gonna bring us to the weekly worsening. You kind of gave us a teaser of the ways that you were going to be worse last episode. Okay. Did those come true? Do you not remember what you said? 
I really don't. Um, you went to multiple yarn stores. How did that go? Oh, cause I, I didn't buy any yarn. No fucking way. Uh, I did buy like a tote bag from one of them because it was like a branded tote bag. It was Who cool. are you? I know. There was so much I wanted to buy, but then I didn't know what I was going to make with it. And then I thought about the fact that I don't even have room for the yarn that I do have. And I just... That's never stopped up. you before. Well, I mean, I've reached critical mass. <laughs> it's it's out of hand. Jesus. And so I think I have finally reached a point where I'm just like, you know what? At least knit through some of the stuff that you have before you get more. I never thought I would see this day. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if getting stuff like that counts as toward, counts toward my worsening, but... I mean, um, I'm gonna say that any and all acquisition of even more knickknacks definitely, um, definitely helps. Yeah. Because God knows neither of us need any more, but who cares? Yep. And, uh, so much tea. I got so much tea. Oh, I know how we're both worse. Hmm. We fucking finished Attack on Titan, bro. <sighs> I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Well, and I, I've actually been meaning, I keep thinking about it and then immediately forgetting again. But I was going to put a message in the, the weeb chat. Uh, that's like, well, we're done with that now. And I'm thinking about watching Demon Slayer. I think my next is going to be Castlevania. Isn't that a movie? No, that is... Or maybe there is a movie, but it is a Netflix original anime that's based on the Castlevania video games. Interesting. But um, what I know about it is sexy vampire anime. Sure. Like, say less. I'm already sold. But see, this is this is part of the worst thing. Yeah. It just keep it. The snowballing continues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my well, I I did have a particular item in mind for the worsening. I bought two Legend of Zelda games. Fucking hell! So we're just never it, gonna see you again. The Tears of the Kingdom had just come out like a couple of weeks ago. I know I was in Ohio at the time, but it's a sequel. To Breath of the Wild, and mm -hmm. so I was like, "Well, I gotta play that one first. So I bought both of them, um, and I sat down today to start uh, Breath of the Wild. How long did you play for? It was only like it wasn't quite three hours, which uh, the only reason I stopped was to do this. Okay, that's fair, but also like that's I think the most I have ever played. I have definitely played video games like from the moment I woke up in the morning until the moment I have gone to bed just because of who I am as a person. So like maybe my estimate of what counts as a marathon gaming session is a bit skewed, but three hours is kind of not that bad as far as I'm concerned. I didn't play very long yet because I had to stop to do this. Yeah. If we weren't doing the pod tonight, I would still be playing. Okay, cool. Yeah, so we're just, like, never gonna see you again, which is fine. Well, yeah, because I really want to play through Breath of the Wild so that I can start the new one. Which right. uh, I've heard is, like, incredible. I have been seeing a lot of people talking about it across various social media. I've never actually played a Legend of Zelda game in my life. 
but on like the original Nintendo, but I don't remember very well. Yeah, I don't have any. Very cool so far. I'm sure I would enjoy it if I did. I just like don't have the nostalgia factor driving me to get into it now because I don't have like I am totally ambivalent on it. Like I'm sure it seems cool. It looks great. I just I got other shit to play too. Yeah, and I I and I started this and I haven't finished like the last three or four games I started. That's just how it goes. I never actually got, like, 100% on Super Mario Odyssey, and I'm sure I'll pick it up again at some point and only want to do that for three months. Yeah. That's just the way it goes. That was the game I took out to put in the Legend of Zelda game. Uh, yeah, you know. That's just the way it be. Yeah, so that's... That's where I am now. I love that for you. I broke out the, the finger chopsticks so I can eat snacks. Yeah! <laughs> I love being a bad influence on you. This is incredible. The, the one that bought the finger chopsticks. You are the one that bought the finger chopsticks. But before, could would you would your past self before knowing me ever have pictured yourself being like I have an object so that I can eat and play video games at the same time? I think not. Oh, I mean, I just I got them just generally to be able to eat snacks without getting my fingers icky. Fair. Because. You know, don't want to, like, touch my phone or the remote or, you know. Very fair. That was the reasoning. I had something I- god damn it. I had something I was gonna say. It just isn't a great night for me, apparently. Mm. For me remembering things. Keeping the thoughts in. I did finally get a new Keurig. You needed a new Keurig? Mine was a decade old. Oh. And, Clearly I forgot uh, that conversation as well. Yeah, it it was literally 2013, 10 years ago when I got it. Damn. Uh, and I was like, I'm not going to replace it until it stops working. But there have been multiple days lately where it just dumped all the coffee grounds into the cup. And I went Gross. pick it up. What? Hmm, bad. Yeah, and so I, I just finally reached the end of my patience with it. And I was like, you know what? Can't do it anymore. And I can't even believe I'm drinking the same coffee because it tastes a thousand times better. Wow. It's incredible. And it's a little smart one. And when you put the K cup in, it recognizes what kind it is. That's and fun. automatically adjusts the settings to according to what the roaster says is best. Damn, what a time to be alive. It's wild. I'm impressed. Uh, one of the ways that I'm worse this week, aside from just like the ever-expanding list of animes that I plan to watch, and I'm probably gonna st actually, now that I'm thinking about the fact that we finished Attack on Titan, I might start something. Maybe I'll start watching Evangelion tonight. Who knows? <laughs> um, um, I can't stop coming up with cosplay ideas. Um, and I can't... Yeah, I already told... We got tickets to another convention. <laughs> So I was like, yeah, because we already uh, got tickets for in November. We already have tickets for a con in November. We're going to another convention in September. Which one's September? Mid-Hudson. So, I, I mean, that's just sort of an ongoing, looming thing for the both of us. And also just, it is enrichment time in my enclosure, just making 
bulk bead bracelets for no goddamn reason. Just constantly. It never stops. You just, like, stockpile them? Yeah, I just have a bunch of different random ones that just, like, say different random shit. Hmm. Like, you got ones, like, like you know, fuck around and find out, fuck it, we ball. Band names, album names. I have one that just says, I have a bead choker that just says Natasha Dimitriou on it. I would- the drive to make- I don't understand. I just get so in the zone, I, like, will be listening to music or a podcast or something and just, like, in my little zone, just making stuff. And it's- I'm doing something. It's probably not a bad thing, but, like, why- I wish I understood. Clock to put on my quilting table so I don't, like, get trapped in a black hole of time anymore hopefully we like, both you know, know that that's not going to work <laughs> because i like i didn't have any clock over there and if i wasn't wearing my watch and you know didn't bother to check my phone periodically i wouldn't know how long i was doing it and time would just get away from me oh and but i already told you this and i don't even know if this is necessarily me being quote-unquote worse or the fact that like i just have evolved as a person since like you know 2014 but um I went to go hang out at my sister's home from college, so I went to go hang out by, like, at the pool at my parents' house, just, like, you know, get some sun, because the pool's still fucking freezing, but I, like, finally had to dig through my swimsuits for this season, and this was the year that, like, so many summers of just, like, sunscreen and seawater and, like, pool chemicals have caught up with a lot of my bathing suits, and I, like, took them out, and the elastic was just, like, crumbling, so that brought a lot of them out of commission, but now I'm really excited because that means I get to, like, actually get new swimsuits that aren't, like, what I thought was cute in- or actually, no, not even necessarily what I thought was cute, but, like, what my mom thought was cute in, like, 2014. Hmm. So, of course, I'm looking at ones with, like, bats and coffins and pentagrams on them. Of course you are. Shocker. So that's how I'm worse. <laughs> I was gonna say, I think that counts as worse. I think, yeah, actually, you know, now that I'm saying it out loud, yeah. Yeah. Shopping for goth swimwear. <laughs> A lot worse this week. Yeah. Awkward thumbs up. But you yeah. know, that's the point of this podcast. Every week, you should be worse in ways that make you happier with yourself and maybe drive your friends a little bit insane. But they still put up with you because they love you. And they're also insane. You and they're also insane in different Mutual. ways. And you support each other's insanity. And yeah. also, you know, maybe make each other lose a couple brain cells. But it's fine. I mean, that's how the worsening happens. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, uh, thank you for fighting with us, friends. We appreciate each and every single one of you. And we will be back again next week. Adios. This week's episode of the Fighting with Friends podcast was hosted by Bridget Kelly and Dr. Sarah Brooks. You can find other episodes of the podcast on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or your other favorite listening platform. Follow us on Twitter at BridgetKelly98 and at AndSarahSaid. Rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice, 
Like, comment, and subscribe to us on YouTube, follow us on Twitch and Facebook, and join our Discord community using the links in the description. You can also help support us via the ACAST supporter feature, or consider donating to our Patreon for early access to episodes and fun bonus content. Thanks for listening! Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.